T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues. Going. Going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye! He has done it! He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bat. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go the fireworks! The fan. Welcome into the hot corner. For it must be a Wednesday, my friends, as it's always a Wednesday. I did throw in a little Jim Nance there. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. God, isn't he just the best? You know, I don't think he's the best anymore, but he is still wonderful. Really? Who do you like over him? Iron Eagle. Oh, man. Watching these tournament games. That's the only answer I would have accepted. Watching these tournament games, I'm realizing that I think Iron Eagle's the number one at CBS slash Turner for me. And, you know, and he's good. God, he's good. I'm a little bit biased because I went to his sports broadcasting camp when I was a kid. Sure. But um, he he's so quick and clever and funny. And Jim Nance is, is getting to the point now. Here's what switched it for me. I was watching the Syracuse game mm-hmm. against I think it was West Virginia. Okay. And Jim Nance had to call that game with Bill Raftery. The, the big fella. Jim Nance was confusing two players on Syracuse with each other for the first 10 minutes of the first half. That's very unlike Jim Nance. Ah, Griffin with the dunk. It was Gary A. Ah, Gary A takes the three. It was Griffin. And it's like no one got into his ear to say anything, or he just completely messed up his pregame sheet. Because he's the great Jim Nance. Well, he doesn't prep anymore. And then, you know, Raftery. How do you tell? Raftery doesn't know any better. (laughs) Yeah, two guys that have dreads. They look yeah. the same. Everyone's big just big, big fella. Big move with the big fella. <laughs> Syracuse up. 
Onions. He's 5'10". Uh, <laughs> so I got very frustrated at that, and then he fixed it, and it was fine. He's look, he's a legend. He's great, but I do think that I do think that his age is starting to catch up to him a little bit in terms of some of that stuff. So well, also, Ian Eagle, number one in my as book. long as he keeps doing those horrendous Capital One commercials with is Capital One a sponsor? I hope not. If anything, it's a national sponsor. But as long as he keeps doing those Capital One commercials with Samuel Jackson and Spike Lee. And, Charles. I do like the one where he sits down on the bench, but it's not him. It's like the kid version of him when Spike Lee goes, I promise I'll never do that again as he yells at a ref. Yeah, and then Jim is- Nance walks by and goes, hello, friends. Yeah, it, it, it's I cheeky, like that but one. Th- there's some other ones. And I don't know about you guys, but why are commercials just on TV especially just so damn terrible and cringy? Well, it's like network television. It's I mean, just- there's like I keep seeing these commercials for the United States of Al. Boy, that show looks brutal. I think that yeah. show looks terrible. All basic cable and just syndicated sitcoms that are just, I mean, it's just bad. But it's been interesting. I mean, like, we're here, we, you know, opening days tomorrow. I'm super excited about it. But, man, like, all I want to talk about right now is college basketball. <laughs> you know me. Like, if you listen to this show, we do this every Wednesday from 79. You listen to this show, you know I love baseball. I love I love soccer as well. Football. Uh, but I also am a big college basketball guy. And, man, tournament has just been so fun for me this year. And I think a lot of it is I've been missing out. You know, we didn't get it last year. And this year I'm just like, oh, feed it to me. Feed it to me. Ohio, Ohio it, versus Creighton. I'm like, oh, I'll watch every second of that game. It got me early. But as we've gotten closer to baseball and as the tournament's gotten to be – closer and closer to the end, my energy has switched. I was completely sucked into the first three rounds, four rounds. And I mean, I guess that counts with the elite eight. Sure. But I, I skipped two of the elite eight games, one of them because I was traveling, but the other one I got home and I was just like, yeah, I don't really want to watch this game that much. And I didn't. And then I think it was the Baylor Arkansas game. I got home. It was at like halftime. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. And I didn't watch it. And from that moment, it's been baseball because now I've had both drafts for fantasy. I've started seeing some of the final rosters for these teams. I started looking into some betting information and I'm just like, wow, Thursday's opening day. And at 10 a.m. tomorrow, I'm going to be watching my team playing game one of 162. Hopefully some of us have to wait till four. So don't (laughs) rub it in. (laughs) I'm very excited. Hot, hot series against the Tigers tomorrow. Uh, You know, and I'm the opposite. You know, I love opening day. I'm really jacked about it. But I love college basketball, too. And so I'm I'm still stuck in this, with the exception of some known blowouts in the 64 and 32 rounds. I have watched at least a half hour of every game. Wow. That's pretty incredible. I'm into this, man. I'm really into this. And with the Pac-12 playing well this year... And, you know, the quote-unquote blue bloods, which is a whole nother conversation that is not meant for this show, uh, being absent. Uh, I'm just really into this. I I love college basketball, and I think this year has shown a great product in the tournament. Although sometimes I watch games and I'm like, this game is terrible. Did you know that? I know this because I... Uh, Wasn't Michigan-UCLA kind of terrible last night? I know this because I've... Did dirt and sprague a bunch last week, and I did it this morning. So shout out to myself for being the first one in the building today and probably one of the last ones out. <laughs> uh, 
UCLA averages 56 points a game. Gonzaga averages 88. Uh, I've watched every UCLA game, and I've been entertained. Are you not entertained? Like 51, I've been, I'm like, this game is trash, but it's close, and I can't take my eyeballs off of it. Yeah, man. Uh, and I'm really glad that I have a little break till Saturday for the Final Four. Yep. Because I'm going to be baseball. Good. I'm here for baseball. I always have been. I've been following this Francisco Lindor contract contract negotiation stuff, which is going to end basically now um, because he doesn't have a deal. Like, I- I'm-, I'm still following baseball. I'm still into it. It also helps that my team is going to, like, pitch the living daylights out of everybody and score 1.2 runs a game. So that helps. <laughs> that helps. You're so like, you know that you're going to be winning about – Half your games. You're like, nice. If you skate in the playoffs, you're going to pitch really well and lose 1-0, 2-0 every game. <laughs> because some guy that comes in the sixth because, you know, Tito pulls your starter a la Blake Snell, and then you lose. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of helps. But, yeah, man, I've been really into the college ball this year. It's, and been, it's, it's, it's been fun because you're right. It, it's, it's not the Pac-12 story. It's because that it was helps. gone for a year. It helps. I am a GU kid. I've been a GU kid since the day I was born. You can check the, you can check the spokesman review, June second, nineteen eighty five. You like, I'm a GU kid. I was baptized at their cathedral on their campus. My family in Spokane are huge GU fans. I'm way into this. I choose Wazoo over GU, but I still root for them. That helps. I just love college basketball. I just love it. It just tickles me. <laughs> I'm into it. You. You have always loved college basketball. And I'm never going to stop. And even though you do admit that the game is certainly getting worse to watch. Well, yeah, because I can't watch the NBA anymore. Um, it's, it's getting. I do. It's just not as fun. It's certainly getting worse to watch. The quality of the basketball is certainly dropping in college basketball. Once the tournament starts, all bets are off in that realm. Well, it's, like, that, it's the one game <clears throat> aspect of it that makes it so addicting. Because, look, I love college basketball. Ever since I went You're to Syracuse, Syracuse kid, you should. Now I, I didn't watch it growing up, but ever since I went to Syracuse, you know that Syracuse is a basketball school. That's what I would pay attention to. It became a huge thing for me, and I loved the sport and I watched it religiously for all four years that I was there. And every year since then, I've watched as many Cuse games as I could. But the last two to three years, some of it's because Syracuse hasn't been to the same level they used to be, but they've still made the tournament. The other part's just been I've tried watching other games and. God, it's just bad basketball. There's just not that many good players in, in the game anymore. Uh, and it's been really difficult. But yet, when the tournament hits, I still watch every single game that I can, for the most part. And I think the tournament, for me, and I think for a lot of people, is what makes the sport special. Because I do think that unless there are some serious changes made to the eligibility rules and to all that kind of stuff, you know, my, agree. I've been on the soapbox for this for years. I think it should be like the baseball model. Either you leave completely out of high school and go to the NBA. Or you spend three years Or you spend three years in college. Right there with you. It makes the college game better. Yep. It makes the NBA better because you get more polished rookies. It would just be a win-win for everybody. Um, Until that happens, the sport of college basketball is going to continue to suffer and go downhill because it's just these guys aren't ready for this level of play yet. And everyone's freshmen and everyone's young and and they're raw and it just doesn't work. But yet the tournament still gets us every single time because... One game, single elimination, school spirit if your team's in it. And although we're not, we're not really getting it this year because of limited capacity fans, the energy. 
just kind of captures you. See, and I think one thing that helps is that I don't watch a ton of NBA, and I really, I've I've been on the record many times saying that I don't love the NBA product. So when I watch college, I'm not thinking about the NBA game. I'm still thinking about the college game. You know what's been huge in the tournament this year? Big men down low. And nobody ever thought that would be a thing. It's not a thing in the NBA. It hasn't been a thing in the college basketball tournament this year. But when you look at Mobley, when you look at Timmy, you look at Garza, these big guys are real deals in the tournament. That kid from Oral Roberts who is a 50% free throw shooter who made clutch free throws, like, that's a big guy. That's a Bill Rafferty and the big fella, you know? Like, I'm like, oh, basketball, right? Coaches are coaching. Players are playing. Like, I watch Cade Cunningham, and I know he's going to be a, a a solid NBA player, and I'm like, you're going to take that guy number one over Mobley or Jalen Suggs? These guys are killing it right now. I don't know. That's it, and I'll leave it at that. You got your college hoops in. I got my college hoops in, and it's still the Final Four. GU is Probably going to blow the doors off UCLA. God, they look good. But if it's GU Baylor, I'm going to watch that game with more anticipation than I've ever watched. I'm I'm rooting for a team. It should be Gonzaga-Baylor because those two teams have looked far and away the best in the tournament so far. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Let's go, baby. Okay. That's it. Now you're getting your your Zags fandoms coming in there. (sighs) All right. Zags didn't even play well last night. Still blew them out. All right. Whatever you say, they played incredible, dude. Well, Kispert was garbage from the from watching that game. They line. were they they could do whatever they wanted. Jalen Suggs showed up and he was like, "Hey, you see me? You Timmy. really want you, you really want Kid Cunningham? You can take me." Timmy was the guy yesterday. He was in the middle of that zone and he was just everywhere. Whatever, that whole squad's coming back next year. Oakley Dougley, well, we do have a baseball show, and I promise you, we're all baseball today. I just had to get that in and just do a little bit and just kind of bam. Uh, but I promise we're going to talk baseball because tomorrow is opening day. So we are here to give you everything. We're going to preview. We got a little fantasy at 830. We're going to give Joe the night off on fair or foul. We're going to do some fantasy at 830. So tune into that if you check it out. And we're just going to kind of look around the league and talk about what we're most excited about. And we're just going to be a bunch of baseball nerds. I, I am so I talked about this a couple weeks ago. I was I wasn't really ready for baseball to come back. I think I mentioned that, right? It was like, oh, my God, it's a month away. I haven't even done any research. Let's effing go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. So we got a full loady, fully loaded baseball show and today. And a full loady. A full loady, whatever the hell that is. Uh, you can follow us on social media. Mike is on Twitter at Mike Lynch 27 You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at PDD085. There's our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher. He is on Twitter as well, at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. Harass us. We love it. There is the fan text line. That bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show, 503-250-1080. And uh, Beers on Us will drop tomorrow as well, wherever you get your podcast, 10 the fan and odyssey.com as well. And uh, I think that's it. When we come back... What are you most excited about tomorrow? Sands your favorite team. What are your opening day loves? We'll get to that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
721, we are live from the Willamette. Blazers did win tonight, speaking of CJ McCollum. And that's it. That's they won big over the Pistons, yes. That's all I got. The Pistons suck. I saw they were, played well. I saw they were losing at halftime, and I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, but game's over, and that's that. Uh, this is a baseball show, in case you didn't know this, Michael. You know, sometimes I think it's a college basketball and Clay Thompson only show, but it is a baseball well, show. Well, if I had my way, it would be. <clears throat> but I mean, not. my name is first. True that. This sure, week, it's Clay <clears throat> Thompson, ages seven through eight. Sure, it is alphabetical, <laughs> which is why my name is first. Correct. Harris and Lynch. Isaac, Souk, AJ, Dusty, Dirt, Dirt, Sprague. Sprague. Yes. But hey, pur- is that on purpose? Or? But hey, if I'm first, I'm number one, right? We're number one. We're number one. Uh, but tomorrow is opening day. Opening day. It just kind of snuck up us, snuck up on us. We're ready to rumble. I don't know about you. Are, are you not ready to? You, you seem less excited than I thought you would. I oh, think it's. We, I think it's because my team has the Tigers tomorrow. You had a little and I'm Bill just like, who cares? There. Well. It's opening day, dude. They suck, and we suck. Oh, so you, you, you've lost your energy because now the Indians are back to being bad again? Yeah. Welcome to my <clears> world. Even, <laughs> even fans of bad teams love you opening have Adley, day. You have Adley Rutschman. I okay? do. But- I, got a, I got a shortstop who can't play shortstop, left field, center field, catcher, pitcher, first baseman, nothing. I'm sorry. Like, was your team projected 0% to win the division this year? 0.0? No. No, they right. weren't. All right. <laughs> At least you got a 0.1 percentage point. Actually, I've seen Fair you guys projected to, to make the playoffs in some some people's thoughts. Oh, boy. I can't wait for that. Well, you, never, you got the Beebs, man. Just ignore what happened last year. You got the Beebs. I got the Beebs. I got the Plesac. Mm-hmm. I got the Savale. Like, we going to do this, baby. I like how you say your staff is so good, but yet you're, you've are you got one ace and guys that you're hopefully are going to, hoping are going to pop. I'm hoping my fantasy team, they pop. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so tomorrow is opening day. Mike, you get the Blue Jays. Yes. I get the I get the Tigers. Joe, who are you playing tomorrow? Well, we're gonna start off the season with a series win against the Red Sox. So oh, I like that. My first bet of the MLB season is the Orioles in the money line tomorrow. Oh, we're gonna lose now. Plus one forty five. <laughs> I Mike. will. I will. Red Sox should not be favored. I will take the Orioles to beat the Red Sox. That team's garbage. I think I think early on the Red Sox are being overvalued because well they're Boston. Right. I don't think people realize just how bad Boston's going to be this well, year. Look out for Matt Dahlbeck. I did uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, isn't it? Sure. Let's go with that. I added him something one of my Dahlbeck. Leagues. If we don't know his first name, he's not very good. He's apparently no, nobody is like Marvin Trout is going to win the MVP again this year. Well, he's a rookie, so I, I think it's and I'm I, calling him Bobby. I like Bobby. More. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. Yeah, I got the Blue Jays. You have the Tigers. Joe has the Red Sox. Sox. All winnable games? So then I will ask you this. Outside of your team tomorrow. Okay. Okay, so let's Sands Yankees, Sands Indians, Sands Orioles. What are you most looking for? What do you want to see tomorrow? What I'm most looking forward to, it's a different question. I'll answer both. Uh, What I'm most looking forward to is that it's game one of 162. Knowing that Thus begins the almost daily having my team to watch every single day. Full season. Full season. Non-COVID, quote-unquote. You know, eventually, within the first month, I think COVID will probably be an afterthought as most teams get to that threshold that the league has asked them to get to, hopefully. Um, 
but it's the idea that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's an idea it's the idea that there's going to be so many stories that crop up during the season around multiple teams that will be fun to follow. You know, it's not going to be this mad dash to the playoffs. It's going to be the slow grind and oh, this pitcher got hurt or wow, look at this guy having a really great start to the year, but oh, well, a couple of bad starts, maybe he's not so good. Just that that every single day ability to wake up open up whatever your social media or sports site that you go to and just read about what happened the day before in baseball. See it flooded with baseball. Yep. Get the highlights on there. You know, Mike Trout did something amazing today. Look at Matt Chapman's defensive play. Just having that back is just, it, it makes me feel whole again. I like to shout out to Matt Chapman. I always feel like there's a hole in me when baseball's gone and a baseball sized hole. And now I've been hit by a Randy Johnson fastball, and it's filling me back That's up. That's all right, man. I just want to make sure that hole is filled. I didn't get exploded like the bird. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> I do want to give a shout-out on the text line, 503-250-1080. This texter says, DeGrom versus Scherzer, the return of beat the streak and flipping from six different games when I get home. Jacob DeGrom is going to face Max Scherzer tomorrow? We assume. That's an ESPN game at 4 o'clock. Now, yes. I know, yeah, we'll get into some COVID stuff as the Nationals are dealing with it. Cardinals are way ahead of the curve, which is funny because they were not last year. So we'll deal with some COVID stuff a little bit later. But I saw that text, and I'm not going to lie. Thank you so much because I did not realize I haven't looked at opening day matchups. Saw the Dodgers are playing the the Rockies. I was like, eh. Mm -hmm. Mariners are playing the Giants. You know, because I, you know me, I'm a pitcher guy. And I haven't thought about those opening day matchups of 1v1. Jack and, Flaherty, Luis Castillo. Oh, give it to me. Give it to me, baby. DeGrom Scherzer? Yeah. Max Fried, Aaron Nola. The, ooh, ooh. You got you Darvish, Madison Bumgarner. Ooh. Although I'd have liked that five years ago. Um, You've got... You did have that five years Garrett ago. Garrett Cole, Huynjin, Ryu. Oh, okay. That. I'm kind of into, into that. I'm kind of into that. Last year. Yeah. And then, hell, you said Rockies, Dodgers... It's Kershaw versus Marquez, who was good last year. Not bad, not bad. There's not, there's not a ton of super sexy matchups because a lot of guys, like Rangers-Royals, you know how that's going to go sure, for both sure, teams. Sure. Kyle Gibson against Brad Keller. <laughs> but, you know, maybe you'll find out one of those guys is going to be good Brad this year. Brad Keller's not terrible. No, I know. I agree. But, you know, but it's, I not, know it's not mean. a sexy I know game. what you mean. It's not DeGrom, sure, sir. No. But, yeah, you, you are correct. There are, there are plenty of matchups tomorrow pitching-wise that are going to be quite good. And I think... What I'm most excited about to answer your second question is to find out the vibe of those teams that I feel like are about to make that push that haven't done it yet. Honestly, I think the Royals are going to be better than people think this year. And I want to see part of that game to see if Kansas City looks the way I expect them to look. I want that's to see how that's how ready you are. I want to You're see You're so ready. You want to see the Royals tomorrow. Yep. I want to see if the Marlins look as good as they did last year. Boy, Isaac Robb loves you right now. I want to see if uh, where is it? Oh, I want to see if the Brewers bounce back. and Because some people have them winning the division after a year where they were really <clears> flat. <throat> they got two young pitchers in Woodruff and Burns who people are really high on this year. I want to see if if Christian Yelich is the MVP that we all know and love. And, and Joe, I want to see the Orioles. I want to see the young guys on the O's, see if they have that energy that can push them up out of last place this year. I'm just interested in these things. I love this text as well. Moments of reckoning for the cheating Astros and Red Sox. Boy, I want to see it. 
I would just pile it on. I hope that it happens, but I'm not so sure that it will. Oh, man. I want to keep this conversation going because I just want to, like, there's so much positivity in this room right now, Michael. Are you starting to get the energy for it? I'm starting to feel it, baby. I'm starting to feel it. It's lit. And I would like to keep this conversation going about things we want to see tomorrow, and that will eventually stretch us into things we want to see throughout the season, players we want to watch, teams we want to watch. What? You're pointing at me. Indians-Tigers is at 10 a.m. What? Yeah. The game's at 4. Nope. I already looked at this. Nope. All right. Well, I was up at 4.30 today. That's not true. I was up at 4. I was here at 4.45, so I guess we'll just run it back. I just get off at weird times. Yeah, you damn right. 10 a.m. Damn right. 10 10 a.m. Indians-Tigers. In Detroit, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Probably cold. 34 degrees at at first pitch. (laughs) Well. I think our shortstop is really good. No, he plays for another team. All right, we'll keep this train rolling. This is the Hot Corner, but first, that's my man Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. We got fantasy baseball coming up at 8.30 as this text comes in. Is it too early to complain about fantasy baseball? I had Yaz, Little Yaz, Springer, Luis Robert, Kyle Lewis as my center field in Dynasty League with a hole at catcher. Yikes, bud. Yep. Springer and Lewis both in the DL to start. Let's not freak out. (laughs) As as the great Tom Cruise once said, you know, I know everyone here thinks I'm just going to flip out. We're not going to do that. Tune in at 8.30. We'll give you a little fantasy love. But we were talking last segment, and just like, what what on earth are we looking forward to the most as baseball is upon us? And I will start with this. I want to see the big dogs. Okay. I want to see the big boys. We might get into some predictions in the 8 o'clock hour. Mookie Betts has looked really good in spring training. Which doesn't necessarily mean anything. But. Right, right, right. You you know, it's like Peyton Manning's 0-4 in preseason. And it's like, well, he won 13 games. So yeah. let's not freak out. Yes. Francisco Lindor's looked really good. Mm-hmm. He's in a contract selling it with the Mets right now. Is Bryce Harper going to have a big year? Where's my boy Jacob deGrom? Mm-hmm. You know, Shane Bieber. Like, I want to see the big dogs tomorrow. That's what I'm going to be looking at. I'm going to be... Kind of a highlight junkie tomorrow. Okay. I want to see if Alex Bregman goes 0 for 4. I want to see what Kershaw looks like. And I want to see Mike Trout go 3 for 4 with a dinger and a double and a stolen base. That's what I want to see. Cool. I want to see my baseball guys get after it. I want to see, and I mentioned it a little bit, but I kind of want to see the up-and-coming teams and just get the vibe from them. But I also want to see the teams that made – Changes that I think are drastic enough to make them interesting, like the Padres. Hello. I think watching San Diego tomorrow is going to be quite interesting to see the new look team. You Darvish is starting for them. Hello, friends. New starting pitcher. And uh, they go up against Arizona, who's supposed to be dreadful this year. But I want I want to kind of see the energy in that lineup. I'm I curious li- to see. I, I like that word, energy. Yep. I want to see, I, I'm with you. That's a great point. I want to see energy. I want to see if Tony La Russa has completely squashed the energy of the White Sox lineup. 
<laughs> which we all expect. Because the White Sox are a very sexy team to pick right now. Uh, I picked them last year, I remember, because I was really excited about them. Mm-hmm. They did make the playoffs. They did. And they no showed. now hired old curmudgeon racist manager who is out of touch. So I'm That's very... not an opinion, folks. That's a fact. Yes. He is old. He fact. is racist. Fact. And he's probably out of touch, although I guess I don't actually know that for sure. Uh, I think that's a fair bet. Educated guess. <laughs> uh, I want to see if they come out with the same. Because last year, the White Sox were one of the most fun teams to watch in baseball. Sure. And I want to see if they have that same energy, to use the same word again. Dylan Cease has looked amazing in spring training. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that means he's going to be in the starting rotation. It sounds like he's going to be. I'm Keep going. Sorry. I'm it's railroading just, you. Well, it's just teams like that. I'm also, after John came in last week, I'm interested to watch the Mariners more. Um, the Mariners are a team for me. I know you like to watch them a lot. They're a team that I struggle with partially because the time I get off work is 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And when I get home, I make dinner, and it's 7.30 by the time I'm sitting down to eat. You're in the second inning, baby. I don't want to commit three hours to not my favorite team at that time of night. Right. Not only not your favorite team, but a team that's not very good. Right. So I've struggled. Like, I know you like to watch them at night because it's it's like one of the last games yeah. on. Um, I struggle with that sometimes. It's just like because, Pac-12 in, in college basketball. Yeah. You're kind of like, well, the games are on. I might as well put it on. I think if I got off at a more normal time, like five, and I got home and I made dinner and I was farting around, then I was like, you know what? Let me throw a baseball game on the TV. It'd be different. But by the time I'm ready to do that, it's eight. And uh, you know, I only got a couple more hours till I go to sleep. And it's like, do I want to watch the Mariners for three innings? Or do I want to play Xbox or what? Right. So it it changed. I have not been the most religious Mariner watcher in the last few years. This year, the team excites me because of what I have seen in spring training this year from guys like Ty France. You want to watch? You want to watch the kids? I want to watch the kids. You want to watch the kids? I want to watch Ty France. I want to watch Trammell or Trammell, however you pronounce it. Trammell, I believe. I hope Kalenic comes up in the first couple of weeks because I want to watch him. They'll manipulate service time and then he'll come up. Late April, probably. Late April, early May. Um, I drafted him in one of my fantasy leagues to sit on my bench. You should have. <laughs> and uh, I just, I'm excited about the youth on the Mariners because John is excited about the youth of the Mariners. Mm-hmm. John, to me, is my, he's my Mariner guide. I follow and, and know what uh, about the Mariners because he tells me every day how the Mariners are doing angrily. You know you should follow a guy when they or a person when they when they are a diehard fan of a sports team when they get into it with uh, team personnel on Twitter. That yes. is when you should follow somebody. <laughs> yes. Um, so this year, I will do that again because I talk to him almost every night. But I think I'm going to watch more Mariners this year purely out of interest for the young guys. I want to see how they do. I want to see, because John even said it last week, this is the last year before his assumed pop. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, we've seen it with multiple teams, that pop comes a year early. Houston, yep. Chicago, yep. Toronto. It's always like, we're so close, and then it's like, oh, wait, we're San here. San Diego to an extent. Now, Kyle Lewis starting the year on the IL is not great for the Mariners, and, and that kind of puts a little bit of a bummer on tomorrow's opening game against the Giants. But I'm intrigued by them. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm looking for. I'm looking for those teams to see if they have the energy I expect them to have early in a new season. And I want to fall, I want to fall in love with some, young, with, some, with some new young players because I feel like we talked about this a couple of years ago, what a golden generation of young players we're in right now and how fun they are to watch. And I feel like there's been, outside of Tatis, who's been fantastic, there's been a little bit of a gap 
between that generation and what we've had recently, I kind of want to find those guys again to be excited about. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. You know, Mike, we sit here. We're a duo. We've been doing this. What is this, our sixth season doing baseball? Sure. And I want to, you know, I want to, like, have that banter back and forth. But, Mike, you're spot on. You're dead right. I feel like this is a show of positivity and happiness and joy, like splish, splish, splashing in a bathtub. We're taking a bath in. We're taking a bath in, and we're just hanging out, and we're getting clean after we ate some good food, and we're just happy about life. That we are. That we are. Because you know why? Tomorrow, life resumes as normal. Life resumes as normal. And that is... Let's dive into the best games of tomorrow. Okay. You want to do that we just for funsies? As well. and, uh, and we'll read some texts on the other side. Let's dive into some good texts, 503-250-1080. Send them in. Just whatever the hell you're looking forward to tomorrow. Your hot takes, whatever. The phone lines are open. They're just texting and not actually talking to us. Yes. Uh, they're I don't open. want to hear your voice. I want to read your words. You just spit your hot game. We'll get to those. And let's talk about some good games tomorrow. Let's really... Take this baseball show to the next level. I'm clenching my teeth as I'm talking to you right now. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Seven forty-eight. This is Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. We're here every single Wednesday. That's what we do. Beers on us drops every single Thursday. That's also what we do. We do a lot. Uh, we got. Uh, we got. We'll do some fantasy baseball at eight thirty. I don't. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it this year. I don't. I don't always think fantasy is the best radio pull behind the curtain, especially in baseball, which like you got to be kind of really into it. Uh, but I, but I, but what I will say is, and this is a tease for our fantasy, is I did draft this guy. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. Oh, really? You know, I was I, very unsure. I saw him in both drafts that I did. I saw I, him and I was like, you know what? I I was just I didn't I didn't know. I was like, you know what? I'm in. It's a meme. It's a meme. You should make your team name. And there's a drive into deep left field. I should, but my team name is Live Laugh Love. <laughs> Well, that's because everyone on my team last year was dead. Yeah. Well, you can change that now. Including Tyler Skaggs. You should. Rest in peace. Oh, boy. (sighs) You should definitely make your team name. There's a drive into deep left field. (laughs) That is a good point. That is a good point. (laughs) Uh, What did I say we were going to do this? I already forgot. I'm so jacked. Best games of the day. Best games of the day. So let's get to the schedule. Schedule April 1st. Let's see here. Okay. It starts early. This is some of the benefit of living on the West Coast. Oh, it is such a benefit. And and the other benefit is the night games are actually very intriguing. And that's where I want to start. Okay. Your night games, your 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. You get White Sox Angels. I don't expect the Angels to be that great this year, but Dylan Bundy's on the bump. I actually have a feeling the Angels might finally get closer to the playoffs than we've seen. Because 
of Otani. I think Otani's ready to finally have that fully healthy both hitting and pitching season. So if they finish two games out of the wild card, you're like, ooh, progress. <laughs> no, but you know, I I know you're you're making a joke. I but love Mike Trout. I am super down on the Angels always, unless they prove me wrong. The Angels staff is a huge question mark, but I think that with Otani in the staff, if he pitches like he's pitched and hit incredibly in spring training so far, he's been really good. He's mm-hmm. been the story of spring training, frankly. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Um, but. I think because of him, you have the wild card now because you already have the best player in baseball. Without a doubt. You have arguably a top seven player in baseball in Anthony Rendon. Agreed. And now you have a guy who you got out of Japan a couple of years a ago. Huge wild card. Who's the, biggest wild, the biggest wild card we've seen in decades. He's been hurt twice. and Young. He does both things well. I think that with because of Otani, I think the Angels have a lot of sex appeal this year. You're right. They might not be that good. Uh, we had a texter say, I can't wait to see how bad the Angels' bullpen is. Their pitching staff is really scary. But I, I they're an exciting team to me. And the White Sox, I mean, God. Yeah. The that, White Sox are fun to yeah, watch, the, hopefully. The ticket to that game is the White Sox. And then you fast forward. It's the ESPN night game is Astros at Athletics. That I'm really interested in just because what's this new A's team look like? What's the new A's team that's going to win 85 to 95 games. What's the, who are these guys? <clears throat> we know the Matt Chapman's of the world. Marcus Simeon's not there, but they've got some guys starting tomorrow named Bassett. Yep. Is Chris that Bassett. guy any good? Who knows? And then the other side is Zach Greinke, fan of the show, and the Astros, are they going to get booed? That's worth watching. And then the night game is Mariners, Giants, not as sexy, but that's the local thing. So the night games look good. You've got a good ESPN matchup. You back that up, the four the uh, the yeah the four o'clock window was only no, one game. Sorry, four. the the noon window, the one o'clock window is actually there is a sneaky game in this that I really really want to see. Is it Rays Marlins? It is Rays Marlins. You mm-hmm. know I love Tyler Glass now. Uh, you I do know, know that. I love Tyler Glass. And you know I've been loving the Marlins ever since Jeter went there. And I know you've loved Alcantara as well. Like Yep. This that is a sneaky good game tomorrow. Also, don't sleep on Cardinals Reds. Jack Flaherty, Castillo. Flaherty looking for a bounce back year. Castillo was really good last finally Finally, Castillo was good last year. After so many years of promise and walking six batters a game, he finally had it click last year. That should be good. Remember last year? Okay, the Reds made the playoffs, right? right. They expanded playoffs. Yep. The Reds Not last very good. year they scored zero runs. The Reds last year were one of the worst me. offenses ever. Like they hit two twelve in the season, which is funny because they had a guy who was competing for an MVP who had a deep drive to left field, and that's going to be a home run. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to put this headset on again. <laughs> They were so hysterically bad offensively, but yet they made the playoffs where they continued to be hysterically bad offensively. I'm, I want to see the Reds kind of buck the trend of the bad luck too because I think a lot of that was bad luck. It had to have been, right? Right, has that, to be. The players on that team were not that bad. No, 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 no. So, I mean, not. I mean, they made the playoffs, so it's kind of hard to argue that. So what's really cool is if you look at the opening window, all three of our teams play, mm-hmm. and none of the games are great. I mean, I would argue Yankees Blue Jays is the best game. Yeah, because Blue Jays have sex appeal, and it's the Yankees. Twins Brewers. I'm, I'm a little color me intrigued. I think that's kind of like the diehard fans' sexy game of the early window. Yeah, 
because neither of those teams are exciting to casual fans, but yet both are probably in the playoffs. So, like I said, color me intrigued. Mm -hmm. The second window, you've got Braves, Phillies, Max Fried, Aaron Nola. Very excited about that. Dodgers, Rockies, Kershaw, Marquez, Diamondbacks, Padres, Bumgarner, Darvish, Cardinals, Flaherty, Reds, Castillo. We're going to skip over the Rangers-Royals game, which is probably the worst game of the day. Uh, Marlins, Glasnow, Alcantara. You can watch one game, Mike. You can watch one game. Okay. What's it going to be? You know, opening day, I'm watching Dodgers-Rockies. Yeah, just to see the champs. I want to see the champs. I want to see that because that team is predicted to win. What's the over-under for them this year? Isn't it like 106 or something? Makes sense. I have no idea what it is, but 106 sounds right. That's a very high over-under. Big number. I want to see that team. That division's not that great. Immediately. No, it's not. They have one competitor. That's it. Uh, if it's my first game, Joe, you following along? Cause I'll ask you as well. If it's my first game, man, I love Jack Flaherty. You know, I love Jack Flaherty. I think I'm going to say Rays Marlins. I want to see a world series, a team that was in the world series against a team that is clearly building. I want to see what those teams have to offer Joe you got to watch one of those teams in that window and you know don't sleep on Braves Phillies Max Freed Aaron Nola that's going to be a good matchup that's just one of those where it's we've watched those teams a lot the last few years right. and we kind of know how it goes that's like that's like a day two game day one it's like who what, what are we really like oh let's go unless Joe, you're a fan of those teams Joe you got a dog in this fight Talking about in like the twelve o'clock window, yeah, there. yeah, the one o'clock, twelve o'clock, one o'clock window. Yeah, I was, I was eyeballing that uh, Braves Phillies game I like as it. well. I, I mean, because like Braves obviously being a uh, a big team in the NL, supposed to be a favorite <clears throat> to win the division. And the Phillies, quite frankly, they kind of put up or shut up time. I feel like here. Joe, that was the sexiest thing I've heard you say in a while. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I mean, and you, you are sexy. You're going into what year three of Bryce Harper? Yeah, I mean. Joe Girardi, year two with him. Yeah, put up, shut up. Like I said, it's time to start uh, showing some improvements here, Philadelphia. I'm kind of into that, and I think there's the sneaker that that starts an hour before everyone else. You know, so if my game's over, your game's over, our game's over. It won't be, but, you know. It won't be. Uh, you <laughs> could, uh, you know, check the first three innings of Freed Nolan. You know, that's kind of in. Yeah. Ray's Marlins is pretty intriguing as well, but. Yeah. I want to see Glassnow's new pitches. Oh, like the slutter? Yeah, I want to see the slutter. Which I can say, because yes. it is a pitch. It's the name of this pitch. <laughs> you called God. it that. The slutter. I think you can also say the word slut, so. Is that FCC approved? I think so. I said something the other day that I think uh, Isaac Robb said. I don't think you can say that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> really? And if Isaac Robb says it, then I probably shouldn't have said it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, nobody said anything. So, yeah, that's it. So those are our games. Mike wants to see the Dodgers. Yes. Joe wants to see Braves Phillies. And I think I'm Ray's Marlins, although I'm going to keep my eye on Jack Flaherty because I like him a lot. Yeah. And then Out- the night games, we'll just do the night games. Yeah. And outside of my my own team, I honestly, I, I am most interested to see the Dodgers tomorrow. Just to just to see that loaded lineup. They're and, loaded. And have Kershaw come out. I, guess I actually only- want to see Bauer the next start. I want to see Bauer on his first start. There's a lot of questions around Bauer because. You got to tell me, man. His, his ERA last year was such an anomaly for his career that. It's very, you know, he got the huge short, but huge deal. You wonder if he's going to regress back to earth a little bit. 
go from one seven back to like three six. You, you know? ain't gotta tell me, man. I've been watching this guy for a while. When he was <laughs> like, "I want out," we were like, "Cool, see ya." We got Shane Bieber. <laughs> that guy's a real Cy Young winner. Here's a short season. Actually, he was too. But that's that's neither here nor there. When it's your own team, you know, it's biases, right? It's biases. All right, when we come back, we'll start the second hour. Let's get some, uh, I want to get predictions in and not necessarily like who's going to win divisions. We've already broken that down, but I want to talk about like, like players. Let's get into some players. Like let's talk Cy Young. Let's talk MVP. Let's talk managers of the year. Let's talk breakout players. Let's do all that stuff. And we'll do that next. This is the hot corner. This is Portland sports leader on 10 of the fan and odyssey.com. Portland. 